Hello and welcome to another episode of Your Average Critics, joined as usual by Chris and Obi. How are you both? I'm great, mate. How are you? Good, folks. Good. Yeah, I'm all right. Not too bad. Um, this episode will be just another focus on WandaVision. Um, so episode five, which was released on Friday. And hopefully this will be out by Tuesday. So trying to keep up with it. Um, I guess this makes me sort of glad that they're not releasing too many episodes at once because we do have a, t- a chance to sort of discuss each one individually. Mm. Um, although I'm still getting there where like, it sort of must be how you guys feel when I come back to uh, Beckenham. Like, you're like, oh, I'm really excited for him to come back. And then when I'm here, I'm gone too quickly. And you're like, oh, I've got to wait ages for him to come back again. So yeah, that's exactly how I feel what it's like. Episodes. Yeah, yeah mm. exactly. So that's how I feel with these episodes. So um, just <laughs> trying to frame it in the way that you both can sort of, you know, really relate to. Mm. Um, but yeah, so what's that? <laughs> no, nothing, mate, nothing. Just, just, a, little yeah. a, just a little bit of a cough there. All right, an agreement cough, I presume. But yeah. um, so, <laughs> One Division uh, episode five is set in the eighties. Um, well, within her hex, which is now what they're calling the uh, bubble that she has possibly created, or is at least inhibiting. Um, so that's the eighties, and I think there's a. I think it's sort of alluding to Fuller House. Um, I don't That's really know. I, I don't really know sitcoms too well, no, but I think that... it's a diff- it's Fuller House and something else. I'm pretty sure I've just read it. Saint Rose. Well, family it's ties. Interesting because Elizabeth Olsen's sisters, sisters Mary Kate Ash. Yeah, I think weren't family. the Olsen twins in in Fuller House? They were, yeah. Uh, there's a little bit of an oh god nod my... there, maybe. Fucking freezing, so I can't um, up anything. That's all right. Um, so this episode, I think we, we sort of discussed at some point there would be more of more screen time would be dedicated to the sword activities. And I think this episode showed that. Maybe it felt about 50-50. Maybe it wasn't. But there was certainly a lot more sword and a lot less sitcom. And I think this episode also... Um, just was less funny from the sitcom universe so Mm. i think we are slightly kind of blending into action horror i think it's but i mean let's get into the main plot points this episode sees the twins billy and tommy um age up at least twice so they go from babies crying to five years old and uh, in full view of Agnes up to 10. So, so that links, um, links into Family Ties, by the way, the TV sitcom Family Ties, because in season four, they're babies and in season five, they're five year old kids. So that's that linkage, by the way. Oh, OK. Yeah, cool. Um, and then there's also more questioning from vision about is this real life is this real life or is this just fantasy um and there's kind of discussions around resurrection and the ethics of uh reincarn not reincarnation reanimation i guess so the family dog uh quickly dies 
and the kids are like oh mummy you can bring him back can't you and I see, think Agnes see, is like can you see that that point that's that that this is the that moment made me question a lot of things because obviously I'm still a bit 50 50 and I'm guessing a lot of people are whether vision is actually live or dead because obviously we see the cutscene where she sees him as dead but then they talk about how she's taken his body and then other people talk about reanimation but in my mind because of that comment and the fact that Wonder didn't want to resurrect the dog it makes me wonder whether she has actually resurrected Vision but then a counterpoint to that is that Vision seems to have his own mind because he seems to be questioning everything and going against Wanda, unless he's mm-hmm. her subconscious in some way, shape or form. I think the difference between Vision and the dog is that Vision is a synthetic, a synthesoid or whatever they call him, whereas a dog is actual, you know, carbon living thing. So maybe her powers don't extend to that. Um, you know, she wouldn't maybe be able to bring a real person back to life, but a creation uh, like vision she might be able to that could be just thinking about this now sorry to interrupt but i think that dog dying was a trap yeah 100 percent. because the woman definitely killed the dog Mm. agnes agnes yeah yeah she's 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 definitely up to like i think it was a thing to be like um to to try and to to try and get uh wanda to because obviously she was really interested oh you can bring people back to life kind of thing so I think maybe there's some sort of, we'll find out maybe in a couple of episodes, there's some sort of um, long-term plan that they want Wanda to bring someone, whoever that might be, back to life or, some, or something, of, or resurrect somebody or something like that. I reckon is probably a plot point that we're going to yeah. see soon. Yeah. Yeah, so there, there, seem, there seems to be more, um, less concern than uh, Wanda this is. Um the kids obviously age up, you know, with Agnes in the room. Um, I think even Scarlet Witch um, at some point says to Vision, like, you can just be yourself now. I don't, I'm not that bothered about hiding my powers. And Agnes, mm. it doesn't seem to be concerned about it, um, which makes I, I me think, like, she's used to this or she is maybe more uh, used to what are we what are we calling Wanda? A metahuman, a mutant, or whatever she is. Mm. A witch. A witch. <laughs> Speaking of witches, sorry, I think this this um this Agnes woman is a witch as well. And yeah. even even I, when they call the thing hex, hex is like thing witches do, isn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. I I, I definitely I definitely agree with that. But the thing is, I've um my um thing with it is um so I know we've got this hexagon that's been created around the town, right? But mm. we've seen a lot of, well, not a lot, a few hints at hexagons in other parts of the series outside of her hexagon world. Like, I was, I was reading some Easter eggs, and there's, like, a load of pictures or something in the background of a scene, and they're in the shape of a hexagon as well. So mm. it makes me wonder whether it's just this little town that's been um, taken over, or if it's a wider scope. And Wanda's just got the little town that she controls. Might be, to be fair. Also, sorry, it just popped into my head. Yeah. 
hexagon, six sides, six is the devil's number. Put that there as well. Mm. I'm generally convinced by everything I've read that that uh, Agnes is a witch or some kind of sorceress working for the devil or a devil-like incarnation. Mm. And I feel like Scarlet Witch has either been uh, her mind's been altered to do this. Mm. Or she's made a deal with the devil to like. I, have a, yeah, but I then, think I agree with you. Yeah, I, I the things that like I, the things that I've seen in both on the show and in Easter eggs is one the fact that she went straight from the funeral to go and bust out vision seems mm. a bit hasty. Um, two, like that sword guy saying that vision um, was it his living will he should not he, he shouldn't be like. He didn't want to be a weapon or whatever. Yeah, he didn't want to be a weapon or reincarnated or mm. whatever. Yet they looked like they were taking them apart, in my opinion. And they, yeah. I, I don't know if I misread the scene or I should have rebound it, but it looked like his arms and legs were apart from his body. Yeah, I think they were. So, like, that's my mind going, well, that just looks dodgy. And this, and this, the head of sword is, is a dodgy man because, like, mm. one, he's not listening to anyone anymore. And two, he literally tried to shoot the woman. Like, what did he think he was going to gain from that? Do you know what I thought was weird, though, was that... So, yeah, everything you just said, Chris, but also when he was like... Um, he says something... When he talks about that video, when he shares the video of Wanda, he's like, yeah, my higher-ups have given me authorization to share this, da-da-da-da. And then Monica's like, when did this happen? He said, nine days ago. I'm thinking, like, why didn't you share this before? <laughs> why, yeah. why didn't you tell us this before? Like, we've been, we've been looking around for days, trying to think of, like, what's going on kind of thing. And you know that Wanda has taken Vision's body and fucked off somewhere. So one, would you not have her under surveillance if you if you saw her, yeah. I don't know, fuck off and go somewhere? And then two, why wouldn't you why wouldn't you tell anyone? Because that's clearly pertinent information. As soon as you find out that Wanda's behind this whole East View, West View, whatever, then you should be like, oh, okay, this must be connected to Vision, blah 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 blah. It might yeah. have helped you figure out things a little bit quicker. So I think he's up to something shady as well. Chris, you said in our group chat that you you think the head of sword might be part of hydra um you guys have seen agents of shield so you might be clued up on this than me but it does hydra still exist uh yes uh actually i'll just say simple answer yes <laughs> yeah, just that you can spoil it because i because in my mind hydra will always exist in the world okay. because there's like once one head's cut off they do the analogy of six more yeah appearing somewhere else and I mean, Glenn, I don't know if you're going to actually watch Shield. No, you're not. Well, like you're, even you're one, of the, one, even one of the people from the World Council are part of Hydra, aren't they? So yeah. it's like, when does it end, really? Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. So that yeah, because I was thinking like, could he be part of Hydra if Hydra doesn't exist? But I guess, like you say, they'll always exist in some underground form and. Like at some point it will come back up, so that might be an interesting thing um, for them to revisit at some point. I hope that, um, I hope that's not it because we've kind of done that already with Winter Soldier. So I hope that's I hope he's not Hydra. I feel like he might be, but I hope he's not because then we're just kind of going over old territory. Yeah, just yeah. It'll, it'll be a never-ending cycle, really, won't it? Um, mm. I feel like maybe he's maybe he's not a bad guy, and I'm just making assumptions that he's just making rash decisions. Yeah, he might just be a, like a jobber, isn't it? He might just be a yeah. what's it called? Because uh, yeah. he was basically referencing Wanda as a terrorist at one point. Which is fair. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But like, yeah. like 
uh, but he just wasn't listening to uh, Jimmy. Jimmy. Not not well, Jimmy and uh, R- Rambo. She, he wasn't listening to either of them. Um, mm-hmm. But like at the same time, like I suppose when you're higher up, you kind of got to go with the facts that are put in front of you, I guess. So I guess that's what's he. That's what he's kind of doing. But then you kind of think, well, she did try and save the world, didn't she? So it's I would fine. say, yeah. But, I think. Well, yeah, yeah go on. No, I was going to say, like, it wouldn't... I would have thought that if you're head of an organisation, you wouldn't just see things in black and white. You'd try and add a bit of nuance to a a situation. But this this situation has escalated quite dramatically in nine days. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, (laughs) But then it's the first time, I believe, they called her Scarlet Witch as well. Did they they actually call her Scarlet Witch? They didn't call her Scarlet Witch. He said it doesn't have some sort of nickname, and he was like, he didn't say anything. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. No, because he got, he said he said, "Oh, does Wonder have any sort of nickname?" And and they went, "No." Because oh, I thought, "Oh, was that a dig or was that like what was that about?" I don't I don't understand that really. Um, I think it's a I think it's suggest um acknowledging the fact that in the comics she's Scarlet Witch and oh, we yes, haven't sorry. and we haven't she hasn't had that nickname yet. So maybe at some point she will, you know. Yeah. Because I mean, to me, Scarlet Witch has connotation, kind of villainy. Yeah, I guess. So maybe she might get that nickname. Um, I also, and I don't know if this is correct, but maybe it was a thing that they couldn't call her Scarlet Witch because of the X Men. I don't know. Don't know actually. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, did, they, did they call Quicksilver Quicksilver? Not sure, but I think that was one of the characters that they could both have as long as they were different people yeah because in the x-men films you don't ever see wonder well i mean you see the back of her head but she mm. she's not like an actual kind of character mm. but yeah we'll, we'll come back to quicksilver <laughs> um so you were talking about wanda being in charge of the hex and they're possibly being controlled from a devil character which I, we presume is is it Mephi, is that how you say it? I don't know. Something like that. Stone, something. That's the the demon character from the uh, the comics. So my question to you guys is: Do you think that Wanda actually is in control? Is it made to seem like she is, but actually, Mephisto is the one in control? Because you've now got Vision sort of having his own uh, thoughts. Um, You've got Things happening outside of Wanda's control, such as, uh, you know, I, I guess the twins are able to age up when she doesn't really want them to. Um, mm. Agnes is posing questions. Um, it, it maybe seems like Wanda is the puppet. Yeah, I 100% think she's the puppet. Because, wait, can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because it's, in my mind, right, for Wanda to be in complete control of this city and this town or whatever you want to call it, sorry, town, um, is slightly hypocritical in the fact that she, her Sokovia was pretty much controlled by others and it was manipulated and they were used as kids to be experimented on, etc. So for her to then take over and control people's minds without any real... um, remorse for it is kind of like would would someone who's had that happen to them do that almost 
But then maybe she would. Maybe she's thinking, fuck you to the the powers above her. I don't know. Yeah, to follow on from that, Chris, like, I think I think you're right. Because like, um, one of the things that we um, find out in this episode, when Monica, I think right at the start of the episode, Monica describes the pain as like excruciating and something else. Um, and then the guy who Vision uh, puts, his ha- puts his hands on to kind of like free him from control for a minute, He's like talking about how he's in pain. It hurts so much. Da 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 da. So I don't think Wanda, being the person that we knew her to be at the end of uh, Infinity War Endgame, that sort of thing, I don't think would be the person to knowingly inflict pain on on yeah. random people. Like I don't think that's the character that she's become. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, I think that leads to something like you were saying earlier, Chris, about maybe she made a deal with someone saying like, oh, if you get us, if you get Vision's body. You, we can bring him back to life and then we and then you like you scratch our back we scratch yours i think it might be that sort of situation but she doesn't fully know what's going on yeah because she hints to that at the very like pretty much the very end of the episode doesn't she where vision's like trying to talk to her and discuss with her and then she's like well i don't know how this all started and it's mm. like okay this is interesting you don't know how it all started mm. and then the convenient ring at the doorbell happens which... a question though quickly yeah. sorry so, like, in previous episodes, we've seen her... We've seen things go wrong uh, for her, for Wanda and her say no and then, or something like that. It'll, and rewind time or, you know, glitch out, something, something, something. So why, is it, why hasn't she been doing this with Vision uh, questioning everything? Why didn't she run it back? Because hasn't she now given him free will? Cause didn't when, she did say, she, when did she do that? Didn't she say um, when she was in an argument, just before she had an argument with him, oh, no. I'm misreading it because when she said you can be yourself, I just made the assumption that she stopped controlling him. But maybe, maybe maybe because she's focusing her abilities somewhere else that she's not so concentrated on controlling the aspects around her. And no, sorry, Glenn, carry on. I was going to say, I'm not sure she had control over vision, maybe. Um, Again, maybe it's different because he's not kind of organic matter, but like, she may she can maybe rewind time but with like actually censoring what he's saying i think she's she's able to do that um which maybe she did did yeah makes me think she did in the first two episodes though kind of he rewound it and then he said something completely different to her yeah Mm, that's a good point yeah i don't know maybe maybe this is initially she was in charge and now if there is someone else, Mephisto or whoever, is just well, taking more control. Yeah, I think I think that's what's happening, really, because like before, she um, would rewind stuff and change stuff. Now she's kind of letting things flow a little bit more. I feel like she's trying to like allow things to happen, like i.e. the kids growing up, i.e. showing her powers, all this stuff, and she's not really changing anything, and she's talking about it a bit more. And because of that, other things are happening, i.e. the dog dying, i.e. the knock at the door, i.e. Um, well, um, there's Agnes going, um, oh, do you want me to do that again? And, that, was, and, that was creepy, man. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was quite unsettling. And Vision and, and Wanda were like, what? And she's like, I'll take it from the top, you know. <laughs> was, and, was, and so, was, Wanda, was Wanda like, what? Or was she just shocked that they came out of character? Because Vision was like, what the hell's going on? And Wanda was kind of like, giving her a dirty look as to say, why are you doing this? I think Wanda was like, I think, yeah, I think Wanda 
she didn't say it, but I think in her mind she was kind of like, like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, yeah. why are you fucking this up with me? Kind of thing. <laughs> but does, and, to me, that suggests that maybe Agnes has never been under her control. She's no. just actually been playing along. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Oh, yeah. And, 100%, yeah. And, I mean, we'll address the... It's not really an elephant in the room, is it? But we'll address the silver-haired character in the room. Um, clearly, when Quicksilver appears at the end... Um, that that doesn't seem to be Wanda's doing either. So mm. this episode shows that when Wanda, you know, or her family are in need of something, Agnes is always there for that, you know, for what they need. So whether it's a dog kennel or um, whether it's, you know, she finds the dog when they're looking for it or whether it's, you know, when the twins start asking Wanda, did you have a brother? And she's like, yes, but he's far away, you know, whether it's Agnes or whether it's whoever. Do you, do you, yeah, go on, sorry. I was going to say, no, just gonna, these, these things appear when they need them. Do you think like Agnes is also like, um, what's the word? Um, she's like the character to show us Wanda's limitations in a way as well. Because like with the dog, I don't like in my mind. I don't know whether Wonder can revive that dog, mm. and like she's kind of thrown it at thrown thrown it at the characters. Like, oh, here's the dog. It's dead. Can you can you can you fix it? And she goes, "Can you?" I'm pretty yeah. sure she asked the question, doesn't she? Can you? Yeah. And, and then that leads Wonder to have a discussion with the kids about an like, I guess ethical behaviour in a way, isn't it? Mm. Should you bring that thing back to life? Um, What's the other thing I was going to say? I can't remember now. Yeah. So, um, oh, go on, Oates. No, no, let's go. Go. Well, I, I was going to start talking more about Quicksilver. What were you going to? No, it's great. Talk about Quicksilver and then um, I can talk about some other stuff. Okay. So, right at the end, um, when Wanda has been talking to Billy and Tommy and about the brother uh, and all the crazy shit that's happened in this episode, there is a ring at at the doorbell and uh, Vision's like who's this person uh, uh, kind of continuing the, the trend that he doesn't remember anything that happens before the nine days uh, of Westview uh, Vision, uh, Wanda looks shocked or sort of surprised confused you know you could read a lot into what uh, Elizabeth Olsen does with her face there and then you get a cut to behind the character's head in the doorway which is a silver flock of hair and uh, maybe, maybe because we'd seen it on IMDb, maybe because he's built yeah. a little bit differently from Aaron Taylor Johnson. He's not quite as bulky. Um, it cuts to a front shot and it's Evan Peters as Quicksilver, um, which <laughs> even though we sort of knew that he was going to be in it, mm. it still came as a surprise. I didn't think it would happen this early, mm. probably. Um, and I was still like, oh, sh- shit. Um, and then it sort of, and he says like, "Give me a hug or something." And yeah, so I've got lots of questions, really. But um, I guess the fundamental one is: Is Pietro, aka Quicksilver, as the X Men version we've seen him, is that symptomatic of a multiverse, or is it just because 
Evan Peters played uh, Pietro in the 80s, in quotes, with the X-Men franchise. And as we established in this episode, the twin Wanda and Pietro weren't born until 1989. So there is no way that Aaron Taylor Johnson could be the Pietro in this kind of setting. What what do you guys think? By the way, I just wanted to say that Elizabeth Olsen was also born in 1989. Oh, what? The actual actress? Yeah. Okay. Pretty sure. Um, I was going to say that I think uh, it's a bit annoying because obviously like you, like me and you were saying, Glenn, because um, we accidentally scrolled upon <laughs> Evan Peters' um, Wikipedia slash um, IMDb and we saw that he was going to be in it. So I think from when the, the, the twins asked about her brother, I was like, oh, he's going to show up in this episode. I was like, oh, fuck's sake. I was like, I really wish I didn't know this was going to happen. So that quite annoyed me um, a bit. But it was still, even still, when it happened, I was like, um, oh, this is really cool kind of thing. And then on reflection, I feel like, I feel like um, this is a, like a fake out. Uh, and I think it's just, I think it's more of an Easter egg than a, I think it's more of just like a kind of wink to the fans rather than a um, opening to the multiverse. And I only really say that because I feel like we're f- pretty far away from X-Men or that those sort of characters being introduced into this world. Um, I'm only going by what like Disney have talked about and announced in like events and stuff. Um, I think this is gonna. I feel like this is gonna be sort of thing where in the first like five ten minutes of episode six, they're just gonna explain away, explain something which will put to bed the theory that this is. Uh, Peter from X-Men Days of Future Past or whatever it is or First Class um, so yeah it, which is disappointing because um, I do want it to be like a multiverse thing but I do think they'll save that for or maybe they'll give like a little hint to it towards the end of this series and which will be fully explored in Spider-Man and Doctor Strange and stuff like that um, but yeah it was it, it, it was enjoyable it was like it made like a really good um, end to the episode and I was like oh shit like kind of thing so yeah I enjoyed it. My question is, right, um, I've, I've been thinking about this for the last few days, actually, but um, I want to know whether Wanda actually knows that's her brother. Because that's, what I, yeah, I, that's what I was going to ask as well. Because, because my mind, she doesn't say anything. He says, I'm pretty sure he says the line, it's Pietro, your brother. Well, he says something like, what's a, what's a guy got to do to get a hug from his sister or something yeah. like that? So she doesn't actually say anything, and I'm not sure she looks shocked. I think she just looks a bit like, who the fuck is this guy at the door? I so thought I, she did look shocked, to be fair. Yeah, well, well, my my thing would be, how would she be shocked? Because she didn't know what was... That's she, exactly. she wouldn't know what a multiverse fucking her brother looks like, does she? What's would, the thing? Cause I, sorry, unless, go on, Chris. Well, I, I was going to say, unless it is like what you're saying earlier, he's the 80s version of her brother, mm. in which case, maybe she would recognise him. Mm. I kind of wanted to... Uh, I forgot because I wanted to watch the episode again, but I wanted to watch it back because I couldn't remember if she opens the door and he says something and then she says Pietro or if she says Pietro and then he says something. I Let can't remember. I'll check that. Um, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, be- I think there is a, like a there is like a very distinct reaction from her, which isn't one, which was one of shock. And like, like Chris said, I was thinking, why is it shock if, does she, does she know 
like does she like because we know even Darcy points out she says oh they recast Pietro so this yeah. show Elizabeth Olsen knows that this guy does not look like her brother well I assume anyway because well, Darcy knows we all know so you'd assume that she knows as well well um, and maybe if this contract if this is a contract with a devil and a witch and whatever whatever bollocks it could be right my thought is maybe they've shown her or shown her a multiverse and she's seen what her brother would have been like in a multiverse mm. prior to this whole all happening mm. in which you might therefore recognize a, an alternative brother okay but I'm, I... I'm the assumption he's just an actor they brought in it's coincidence it links with the x-men multiverse and they're just going to put it down to him being and just another character i think that's my can opinion I, can i respond yeah. to a few of your your things i think the the th- the kind of idea that um the devil character whether it's agnes who is disguised as who is in disguise as Mephistito, i'm probably butchering that i'm really sorry or if she is a pawn of Mephistito, or whatever. Um, I think you know, in any any narrative in film or TV about deals with the devil, there's always a um, there's always like a catch, you know. So whether it's supernatural, any horror film, whatever. If they're drawing on that, then maybe the catch is that if we ha- carry on with this theory that she's made some deal with the devil, that vision comes back to life, and that her brother comes back to life, then it could be possible that the catch is that it's not the brother she grew up with it is another version of him um which i think could work i would be really annoyed if what's that chris i was gonna say do you think it'd be cool if they brought in the other the other one as well <laughs> what, they, what from a... fantastic four? Oh no not fantastic four um aaron Taylor johnson you mean yeah i think they i think that might happen Maybe they can have a fight for the name, like when I when Glenn Ruddle joined Langley and he was like, Shut up, shut up. Uh, mate, <laughs> Move he, on. She looked proper shocked. She looked proper shocked. Um, uh, does she say anything, Chris? Uh, um, no, so Vision goes, Wonder who is it? And then there's a lo- load of silence. Everyone's looking. She gasps. Mm. And then he says, He smiles. Mm hmm. You should do the audio description for this episode, Chris. And then he goes, long lost bro gets to squeeze his stinking sister to death or what? Question mark. Okay, so he talks first and then she and then, says... And then he goes, she recasts Pietro and then Wanda looks to Vision. Vision looks to Wanda. He's still trying to hug, go for a hug. And she goes, Pietro... She looks She looks like what Pietro. Like She's she's almost questioning it. Mm. That's how the... That's how the um, the subtitles are showing it as if she's questioning if that's actually Pietro or not. Mm. Okay. But it makes me think she doesn't know that's Pietro by the end of it. But she looks shocked. So That's the thing. Thought, so, yeah. I think it's conflicting uh, emotions from Wanda because at one point when she opens the door, she looks shocked. Then after he makes the statement, I suppose she could be questioning it as if, like, oh, Pietro, you're dead. Pietro? Ex- yeah, exactly. That's what I was yeah. going to say. Yeah, I mean, he's got the iconic silver hair, so maybe that was not a giveaway. But what I was going to say is I'd be quite annoyed if, um, like you were suggesting, Obi, that, or Chris, that Evan Peters as Pietro is just an actor. Because mm. Kevin Feige is going to be fully aware that they have the rights to the X-Men. The most recent version of the X-Men 
characters we have seen are all pretty young, which is in keeping with like, you know, what they're doing with Tom Holland and stuff. Um, and so those actors do have longevity in there um, as opposed to kind of Ian McKellen and uh, Patrick Stewart and stuff. So for them to kind of just fake out this, knowing what the fan reaction would be, I think would be really kind of horrible. <laughs> and I would, I would be... I don't expect us to anytime soon. I think they might start sprinkling in um, X-Men characters into other films. Um, I'm not quite sure where or when, but um, you know they've they've already talked about introducing a Fantastic Four, um, and I think there's some suggestion in one of the episodes about missing sword astronauts. Um, I think that, I think definitely Fantastic Four. That's definitely or, Fantastic Four. Yeah. Just so, as you say that, can I interrupt really quickly? Sorry. So, um, um, just to piggyback off your Fantastic Four thing, um, I asked one of the, I asked a question in the group chat when we were talking about it about Monica says something about calling uh, like an aerospace engineer or something like that um and then nothing else was mentioned apart from that and there's a theory that that might be reed richards yeah who who thinks mr fantastic right yeah i mean at this point Mm -hmm. in time if he hasn't got powers he's pretty like but besides being an, an amazing intelligent person uh he's pretty useless to the to the avengers isn't he like the smartest person in the well yeah, he's part of the Illuminati, yeah. which is Iron Man, Black Panther, him, and Tupac. Go away. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> Dickhead. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's so, but I assume they won't do the, obviously, they can't really do the Illuminati's part of it unless they just exclude Iron Man from it. Mm. So, yeah. But I, I wanted to pose a question. How would you feel about a Magneto-like character coming into it? Well, it's funny you say that, because obviously, um, Glenn, another thing that you um, said on the group chat was that, do, you, do we think that this is the Luke Skywalker-level cameo? And I said, I hope, I hope, I don't think so, and I hope not, because as much as it's a great like little uh, tease or Easter egg, Quicksilver, um, Evan Peters, like that's not Luke's, that's nowhere near Luke Skywalker-level. Magneto would be getting there it's probably still not luke skywalker level but it's that that would be much a well, much bigger thing do you think they'll so then my question is do you think they'll bring in the magneto one of the magnetos we know or they will they recast the magneto i think to make it be like like luke skywalker level it's got to be one of the it's got to be one of the ones that we know yeah i think i think, I think it's got to be fastbender to me mm-hmm. yeah. i i think i obviously the setting with, within the hex obviously changes pretty quickly, but the X Men, the the most recent X Men franchises went up to the nineties with Phoenix, right? So they could they could kind of retrofit away X Men. I don't know. It's gonna be it's gonna get complex and confusing. But if if Quicksilver is from another universe, like universe and from the 80s and that's why he looks like that then also you could get michael fassbender as magneto because he obviously was in that franchise during the 80s and 90s within that timeline um 
and then that could be a way of bringing them into the modern time as well by having them come from the 80s in a different multiverse strand if that makes any sense um so i think that'd be really cool and yeah i agree i, I don't think quicksilver is a is a luke level cameo because also we sort of knew that that was coming um because oh, of imdb I, I, i'd never seen any of these i was gonna say i think again only me out of the three of us me we are well i only knew it because that one 20 minutes to the end of the podcast where I was just looking up the thing and he was his name was right there otherwise I wouldn't have even known to be fair oh I had I, seen, d- I didn't I think had it seen, was well known thing I had seen things during the production of it that he was on set or rumoured to be on set oh, okay. um, and usually those sorts of rumours are, are pretty accurate um, I mean the fact that the Mandalorian kept Mark Hamill's cameo a secret suggests to me that they can keep things a secret if they really want them to be and the fact that and the fact that if imdb were able to you know again whether they put it on there as fact or speculation the fact that his evan peters was on at least a couple of episodes of one division to me suggests that he's he's that may be a red herring it's sort of like hey he is a cameo or maybe Mm. he's in one more episode but there is going to be a bigger cameo and i don't Mm. think dr strange is that level of cameo either because again it's it's sort of he's in the films (laughs) Yeah, but also it's sort of like because we know that this is going to tie into Doctor Strange too. It mm. would make sense for him to be at least a cameo in it. You know, mm. it wouldn't be like oh shit, Doctor Strange is in it, and yeah. oh shit, Wanda's well, well, going to be in Doctor Strange too. Like that's not a big surprise. Mm. Well, this is the this is the problem. Like when they announce shit and then they say who's going to be in the films. Like we could have done without being told that Wanda was going to be in Doctor Strange too. Because yeah. then or Doctor Strange at the end would all have been like oh. Wow, she's going to be in the next film. That's cool. And like, also that Luke Skywalker thing in the Mandalorian was Mark Hamill on set, or did they just regen him? Because then that's no, really... he he was on set and he was de-aged. Okay, oh, was so it de-aging? Okay, I, oh, right, I didn't yeah. realize that because I was going to say that would be pretty easy to keep under wraps if it was just like CGI'd onto another person. Um, but like, I I don't know. What they like in my mind, you, what do you say? A Luke Skywalker uh, cameo is that what they've referenced it as? That's Luke what Skywalker level cameo. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know if that's a real level to be honest. Like, I mean, it was it was epic in Mandalorian, don't get me wrong, but like in my mind, there was only a handful of people who it could have been to pick up. Um, mini baby Yoda, I've forgotten his name. Uh, Rogu. I want to say. Brogu, that's it. Um, yeah, but I don't think if just I think that with that that was a thing where like obviously you thought it could be Luke, but nobody thought it was actually going to be Luke. Yeah, so agreed. it kind of just come agreed. out of nowhere. But then, but then my thing is like I'm trying to in my head I'm trying to really think what would be such an epic. That's cameo. what I'm thinking. Because in my mind, although it would be really cool to see Michael Fassbender or um, Ian McKellen. Ian McKellen, again, it it would be epic. But it doesn't really tie into too much mm. at the, at this point. At this point, like maybe it's Hugh Jackman. <laughs> I mean, again, epic, <laughs> epic. But what does it really tie into? Yeah. Like, I think it would tie into the future of the MCU. Yeah, but yeah, but 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 what what benefit is it to this story? Like, great, you see a you see a cameo from someone, epic. Like, you could even have them on the TV screen of them watching a the film, epic. But like. What what cameo here 
brings about something that I want to see within this series and the greater universe of. Is it? Is it? Or would you would you be happy if we saw the Fantastic Four at some point in this series? Um, can I answer your question on two on two fronts, Chris? So yeah. that question you said about Fantastic Four, my answer is no because they've already told us that they're working on Fantastic Four, so that's not that doesn't really bother doesn't bother me at all. Um, and the first one, I think we can't really know because um, we're only just over halfway through the series, so I don't think we we can know yet fully how it's going to tie into the series until we get... Because obviously the Luke Skywalker thing, that was... Um, that was, like, it happened at the end. So I think um, we might get to a point now where... And I think with the Mandalorian, they dropped a seed in there, like, okay, like, a Jedi will come. So then you start the speculation. I think we haven't, we haven't gotten to a point yet in this series where um, we can start speculation for what the cameo might be and how it might lead into the series. So I think maybe... Give it a couple, give them another episode, another two episodes, and then maybe there might be more of an inkling of what that might be, or if it might even. Because for all we know, this was it. Yeah. Like, so. I genuinely, uh, I, I honestly, I think this is it. <laughs> I think this is it. Mm. I'm not in my mind frame. I don't know where. Again, one division's a bit of an all over the shop show anyway, so they could throw a different scenario at us, and then it'd be like, oh wow, are we about to get who? We, who I think we're about to get kind of scenario. But like right now, I just, there is no like timeline where I'm like, who's it, who's it going to be? I know they referenced House of M, which is quite an iconic. Um, comic. Huh? It's a comic, isn't it? Where Wanda yeah. gets her children taken away and she goes nuts, which I think actually might happen in this series. Yeah, and there was there was a reference to that when I think it was the newspaper, wasn't it? And it read like it... housewife recipes, and then it folded over and it said Hom, which I is H O M. There was also a bottle, yeah, you're right. There's also a bottle of wine or something like that, which was French, but translated into House of M or something like that. Yeah. In one um, of the adverts, I think. And I'm pretty sure, oh, okay. I could be wrong, but like I feel like House of M also references something in Spider-Man to do with, because back in the day, again, this is a massive, like, uh, what's the word? Massive bleep. Yeah, but like, so... I remember watching the original, not the original, but one of the old Spider-Man TV series, the one that I used to watch as a kid, uh, and it had like 60 episodes, and they brought in every single cameo that, that they could have done, and they weren't actually allowed to, but they did anyway. And there was this episode where Spider-Man gets taken into this void with this woman with glasses, and then there's all different type of Spider-Man in this void, and they've got to save the world somehow. And that, for some reason, I feel like that's the house of something as well i'm gonna look it up now anyway carry on sorry i went on time. um i was just gonna say that um i don't know wait are we are we finished talking about the episode in general because i just want to talk about a few little things in the episode that i thought um, were fun not about the episode in general but i was gonna say i would if if quicksilver is the cameo i i'm not disappointed i'm just maybe underwhelmed i think mm. Um, I think, and we discussed this on the chat, the fact that Elizabeth Holston came out and said there is a Luke-level cameo is just stupid. Like, yeah. can we just can we just allow there to be a surprise? Well, you know, we've, we're now in this spoiler culture, this post-surprise culture. You know, everyone has to consume the information before it's even been shown. Like, yeah. you know, you go on... 
Twitter. I mean, I'm guilty of it to an extent. I don't read the spoilers before I've seen the episode, but I will try and dig into what they might mean, which I guess to an extent could spoil the future episodes. Mm. But by saying by saying Luke level cameo, you Mandalorian only finished a couple of months ago. And that and whilst everyone knew a Jedi was coming, I think because the Skywalker side in the films had finished and you thought Luke was such a major character that we didn't I you know, you maybe thought that the Mandalorian was going to stay separate from the Skywalker saga. Mm. It was sort of like still took you by surprise. Yeah. Um so by hyping it up, no matter who it's gonna be, there are people who are gonna be disappointed. Because you've got people like us going, Well, we sort of thought Quicksilver was gonna be in it anyway, and or if it's Doctor Strange, it's not gonna be Luke level, it ties in into the next film and well then it must be Magneto because that's that would be a big surprise and then who, whoever it is you know even if even if it's I don't, I don't know even if it's Kevin Feige himself you know, you know be like hey I did this you know whoever it is someone's gonna be like nah I thought I was hoping it was the other person so mm. you know if it's Captain Marvel you'd still be disappointed you know I, I just 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 keep it stum. <laughs> and people will be happy because if there's no expectations people are just going to be happy um so I that, think that's my mini it is rant quite hard, isn't it it must be quite hard for the actors to not say anything no nah, it's not that hard <laughs> not really <laughs> it's not that hard at all <laughs> well it, it seems to be fucking mark mark ruffalo basically fucking let loose that everyone was gonna die like two years before the, the bloody film came out yeah but that's not that's not uh, I'm sorry, that's not a hard thing to keep stum. Mm. Like, yeah. And I agree again, I'll give you completely about the whole spoiler culture thing. So like there's this there's this um YouTube channel that I follow. Um and I'd already seen the episode at this point, but I was just on YouTube and I saw the thumb like the thumbnail for their video for the they do a one division review. The thumbnail for the video had Evan Peters on it. And I was oh. like, if I if I just happened to be scrolling past this, like if not I would not even looking for a review, just looking to go on YouTube for something else. I hadn't seen the episode yet. That's like a massive spoiler. And like, they they kind of like defended it by saying, oh yeah, we do spoiler reviews, blah, 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 blah. But like, I'm not being funny, but like you can just write in the title spoiler review and then talk about it in the review. You don't have to put on the thumbnail that people have, you don't have any choice whether or not to see a thumbnail on a YouTube video. And even if, you, if you're subscribed to them, you'll get notification on the thing and you'll see the thumbnail. Yeah. And like... That's well out of order. That's honestly. Yeah. Do that. Yeah. They like, literally... Pe- oh, done- they could they could have written whatever they wanted and said spoiler beforehand, but having no. a picture is a massive. Yeah. It's crazy, and like yeah. people are so fast, and it happened even like with Game of Thrones, and I'm sure other stuff as well, but I can't remember past Game of Thrones. People want to be actually no, Game of Thrones is different because Game of Thrones is for Americans anyway. It's shown at a certain time and it's live for everyone, so that I can understand. But One Division obviously is streaming, so people can watch at any time. Like people. Uh, there's this weird like spoiler culture where people just want to be the first to say something and to talk about something and like you'll just say whatever whatever and then say oh it's not my fault you should have watched it blah 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 you should stay off Twitter blah 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 and I get it like for if you don't like I've just I've on Fridays I've stopped going on Twitter because people <laughs> people can't control themselves so like until I've seen the episode um, so like I don't know what it is about people they just want to be the first to say something about something and it's just it's just so strange I find it so, honestly, I find it so strange. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you'll probably notice every Friday I'm messaging you at like t- nine o'clock being like, <laughs> fucking watch it. Because 
Does it actually come out at nine, or does it come out sooner? I mean, it comes out pretty early, like maybe I reckon like six, maybe. Okay, I was gonna say because I've, I've days I'm up till half twelve, and I, I thought to myself like, what if I watch I mean, it? Sometimes I've I've tried watching it at eight a.m. and it's not been on sometimes, okay. but I don't know if that's my device. But okay. no, I mean, probably... the reason I, I watch it so early is a I'm excited, but yeah, b if I go on Twitter, I don't want it to be spoiled, mm. and I wouldn't be the person to tweet spoilers, but I want you guys to watch it quickly as well so that we can just discuss it because I'm keen to discuss it. But yeah. um, I just want to say one more thing about Pietro is that maybe Evan Peters is playing him because Aaron Taylor Johnson's version is dead and you cannot reanimate or resurrect, you know, humans. Um, At least not about a body, I guess. Yeah, so maybe that's why. Um, yeah. But you, you, you had a few things you wanted to mention about, like, the wider... Yeah, so... Wait, wait before oh, you say that, okay, I just want to say I was completely wrong about the House of M and Spider-Man Link. I was thinking of Spider-Wars. It's completely different. Anyway, continue, Obi, sorry. Fair enough. Um, so, yeah, so, a few things. Um, I thought that the advert in this episode was quite funny, although I hate they keep mispronouncing Lagos and it's really basically playing Lagos <laughs> and it's really annoying me. So think, there's two, there's two, the Lagos in Portugal and there's Lagos in Nigeria, and I think they think that they sound the same. And it's I'm shocked that no one's corrected it yet because it's been they first mentioned it in Civil War and it's been what five years, six years since then. Anyway, that uh, I mean, on that, Americans still say aluminum. And I'm pretty sure there's there's a letter them intentionally not saying. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. Um, but yeah, yeah, so they say obviously the advert is they spill wine and it's like Lagos brand tissue. Then they say um, Lagos for the mess for the mess you never meant to make or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> I just think it was really. I actually kind of laughed out loud. I thought that was thought that was really funny. Um, and then there's that. And then just another thing I thought was hilarious was when they did the intro for the AE style episode, they showed Baby Vision. Like, <laughs> and stuff. I thought that was absolutely hilarious. I was cr- literally, I was laughing so hard. I thought that was so funny. Um, yeah, and then there was that. And then the um, other thing that I wanted to say was that, so uh, two things. When Monica wakes up from um, being blasted out of uh, Westview, um, first, firstly, um, she they take they take her x-ray or something like that or like a brain scan maybe and they take her blood work and basically both of them come back inconclusive um so i want to get what i want to know what you guys think about this and but i just want to say i heard a theory on well i heard a theory on the on a um thing that that's how monica's going to get some powers some sort of powers and i was wondering if um my thought was maybe that as Wanda starts to lose control of this universe, um, and it may be this hex or whatever it is, kind of like expands or throws people in and throws people out, that might give other people, like if, if it gives Monica powers, it might give other people powers as well. And then that might make like mutants maybe or some sort of thing. But I just want to know what you guys thought of her ex her X ray and stuff, all that stuff coming back inconclusive. Um I've got like I have got a spin off point from that afterwards as well. Um I think it's really like bizarre that I know she's like a higher up, but it's quite bizarre that they, they let her just walk about after she's got an inconclusive result like that. Uh, so that's one, a really strange thing. And mm. two, um, I mean, I guess it'd be cool if she got powers. It kind of would tie in, I guess, with how she gets them in the... Or she if she does get them in the comics. Is it a mum who gets in the comics? I can't remember. I think, I think, in, I think in... I think... Sorry. I think 
in the comics, she's the first Captain Marvel. That's what someone was saying on a video that I was listening to. I don't know if that's actually factually correct. And Carol Danvers, Carol Danvers is the second, but I could be completely wrong. So, uh, I don't well, know. Um, my thing is, if, if maybe it's not Wanda giving the powers, maybe it's this other dimension giving powers, but I think that leads to a lot more unanswered questions if she suddenly can give Monica Rambeau powers as well. Mm. Oh, sorry. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I feel that leads to a lot of other things, like like the whole town could then therefore get powers, and it's like, mm. what? What? I just think that opens such a floodgate of things, and I think mm. it's quite a tricky territory to be in, unless the fact that she's just been so volatile with with throwing her out that it's done something could done something different. Like maybe she's absorbed part of the the force field around town or something i don't know but yeah i mean my i didn't quite understand what was going on with all of that to be completely honest um i i must have missed a line of dialogue or something because i wasn't quite sure what was coming back as inconclusive but um i think it's an interesting theory about the mutants um i think that could be a relatively I guess organic way for it to to happen. I'm also thinking like if her blood work, you know, if her blood work slash brain has changed because of what she's experienced. I mean, obviously Maria Rambo dies of cancer mm. and would have been relatively young, I would imagine, yeah. Yeah. Um, if she dies in what is essentially 2020, 40s, 50s, maybe. Yeah. So. I mean, presumably that's because of her gone into space, radiation, I don't know. But maybe there's, you know, because they say, uh, Darcy says that there's a lot of background radiation mm. in coming from that place. So, yeah, I mean, whether the characters in there develop, some of them develop that's mutations or... Mm. The cancer is a mutation, so... Um, yeah, maybe some of them die. Mm. So maybe some of them be- get mutant like powers i think it's plausible yeah um like well yeah. go on chris no i don't go know what characters like in the comics no that's what i was gonna say well i was gonna say like maybe then maybe that leads if she doesn't get powers maybe it leads to another point i was i made earlier that maybe that they're all in another pocket dimension outside of wanda's little dimension and that maybe the brain scans don't really work because whoever's controlling the outer dimension is making all the results come back negative or whatever. But I think that's a bit of a stretch. But mm. I did want to ask, is there, or did I imagine this? Is it either in this episode or a previous episode? Uh, that I feel like Monica or someone, when they think back to being controlled by Wanda, they're like in a hall, a white hallway. Or am I just ma- making that up? That doesn't ring a bell to me. I'm not gonna lie. No, me neither. Honestly, like I feel like I maybe um, thinking of um the last one of the last scenes of Deathly Hallows Part Two. <laughs> that's what <laughs> that's what pops into my mind when you said that. And it's it, honestly, it pop, that's what pops into my mind as well as as well as Legion. Uh, okay, you know, forget it then, forget it. And I was gonna um, say something. Uh, regarding the blood work, though, I mean. Monica was actually physically hit with Wanda's powers, whereas none of the other characters 
have. So that could be what's changed blood and DNA. Um, so that, and again, every if, character he's hit would be getting powers, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So maybe it's not the actual hex that's giving people powers or changing their DNA. It's the fact that she was hit with Wanda's powers. Um, so that could be a thing. I was also kind of circling back to what we we're talking about earlier with regards to you know the pros and cons of introducing whether it's um magneto or fantastic four what marvel are doing some of these disney plus series is kind of giving certain characters a bit of a background and a bit of credit in the bank before they go into other films so monica is going to be being captain marvel 2 um you're going to have a miss marvel series before she kind of joins one of the other i think she's in captain marvel 2 as well so you know there's going to be a moon Knight series she hulk um so i think whoever if there is another cameo or even if it is just evan peters as quicksilver it's giving them those characters exposure in the current mcu timeline which i think would be invaluable for whenever they reappear somewhere else because at least it's not going to be like it, i don't know it's not gonna be a surprise you know It'll be like oh we've seen them before we know what they're like now. i don't know that could be... yeah no i agree that's a good point um yeah, yeah. i was also gonna sorry but you guys i wanted to move on to another point if you guys were done yeah done mm-hmm. uh, um so uh they test so monica goes into or gets sucked into the hex with a bulletproof vest on she goes in uh she changes her clothes and whatnot um her clothes get changed for her she gets sucked back out the clothes still exist and um the trousers and the shirt are bulletproof so what do we do you think that can lead into anything else well that that lead i feel like that adds to my point i feel like she's absorbed some of the the out of outside shield mm. i feel like that shield is trying to protect everyone within and so, therefore, when she got blasted out, she'd taken a bit of that shielding with her. Um, did they put it round the drone, or did they just use that technology on the drone? Well, the, um, the drone at the end. How did they get the drone in? I think well, they, just, they, said... just, they just flew it in, because it was an 80s-style thing, so it didn't need to change into anything else. Mm. And it was a... Ha- oh, I forgot about this point. Sorry. We didn't even talk about them putting them going in with the drone. And then, so someone made a point about this. I was listening, I was on a clubhouse chat room, um, and people were talking about this this episode. Um, so obviously they send the drone in. Uh, Monica tries to talk Wanda down, um, but then the director's like, "Nah, fire." <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so then she she stops it, comes out of the thing, still has her accent for some strange reason. I'm curious to know what. Oh yeah, and then she goes back to Sokovian, doesn't she? Yeah, exactly. So yeah. then she turns everybody onto all the guards onto what's this onto. Uh, shield, shield, sword director and whatnot, well, and then goes back in. Basically, says, "Leave me the fuck alone. I've got all I need." Goes back into the thing. Um, apparently, the the missile that they launched at her um, and her and her boys um, ha- said um, "Start Industries" on it, which I mean could probably be like a little, probably pissed off even further because it was a Stark Industries thing that um, killed her parents when she was however many years old. So that might be why she was so like fuck this guy I want to kill him kind of thing so yeah we completely forgot to talk about that I completely forgot about that <laughs> yeah but yeah I just wanted to say that was, that was a really cool scene I really I mean, it's interesting it. they, they do say like that the, what the hex does is yeah it, it clothes technology into what 
would fit within that time frame. So nothing in there should be anachronistic, you know, mm. outside of its time frame. So yeah, like I thought it was quite clever that they sent in an 80s drone to mm. kind of fit, so it wasn't changed. Whereas mm. when they sent the initial little helicopter in, um, a few episodes before, so with regards to the clothes, I guess, I guess, yeah, they, they just check, you know, it just used the material that it was already on Monica's body and just made it fit with the 70s or 60s style. Mm. Um, I guess, I guess the fact that those clothes still exist in the present, if we want to call it that, yeah. um, would lend itself to should Evan Peters come out of the hex, he would still exist. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. This is why I think he's an actor. Um, and he's just he's just coincidentally looks like the alternate universe one. But so is our opinion that anything can be sent into this world? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I don't think we've seen anything to the contrary. So why the fuck have they not all just gone in there with like tanks and whatnot? I don't understand. Well, they, they've gone in there like one by one. But the thing is, when you go in there, like Monica went in there and she was mind controlled. She didn't really know what she was doing. Until like she got a trigger word, but got talk, then start talking about Ultron. But, True, but I think, but they, never, but they never knew that. So why? And but Monica knows it. Yeah, but Monica knows it now. But and I think, and also going, they sent they sent the beekeeper guy in there, and he never he just never fucking came back. <laughs> so, but like, yeah, I suppose. And even yeah. the thing that Jimmy Woo says about like when him and uh, Monica first meet, and he says, she says, "Why haven't you gone in?" Kind of basically, and he says, uh, "It doesn't want me to." Like because he, he can feel it, so I think there's a I think there's a degree of caution as well that they didn't want to just barge in there because they didn't they didn't know what was going on they didn't know what was in there. Also, the doctor says something about like now we've had now we have someone who's experienced life in there. It can inform our strategy. Like you don't just I know some armies might just go gung ho straight in, but they they needed to get some intel. Mm. And I guess if they'd gone straight in with tanks when it was the 50s setting, like those tanks then would have morphed into whatever they used in the 50s and so mm -hmm. their guns might not have worked I, I mean i don't know but yeah no i think that's a valid valid point yeah but they didn't know to begin yeah, but you with, wouldn't just because you, you wouldn't just storm into somewhere where you don't know what's you don't know what's going on do you know what i mean mean? they just they just threw a drone in there and just tried to shoot the lady even though they know she has like this massive power so yeah it's they, better to throw a drone than actual people you know because a drone can just get fucked like better than killing guess, off people they, they put the beekeeper in like you said before yeah they, but um, exactly that's caution you'd rather throw in one person so they've thrown in two people and only one's come back. <laughs> That's it. So, do you I know what I mean? Like, like, yeah, I, I get it. But I feel like the the way they go about stuff, I feel like they would have tried to put something else bigger in there. But maybe maybe I'm, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe if the, the setting reaches the 20, the 2010s or something, then maybe they'd be like, yeah, we've got tech from that. <laughs> we'll send the Iron Man suit in there or something. Did, did, we, did we figure out why the helicopter went multicoloured? I don't think so, you know. That... I don't know. I actually don't know. Because that doesn't really make sense either, but... Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I agree. Um, so, yeah, another thing. Um, so, Monica's talk when, Mon when Monica is talking to Darcy and Jimmy about the space engineer, something, 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 um, somebody mentions Captain Marvel and Monica's face kind of like, she kind of like withdraws and changes the subject. So, like, what do we think that means? 
Well, at one point she's picking her up, and then after that comment's made, she kind of like just turns away from it, doesn't she? Mm. So she just want to talk about her, and that she's. To be, I think I think she means like Wanda saying that Wanda could kill Thanos, and then someone else mentions Captain Marvel. Oh, and really? Then, yeah. And then I think she's like, mm. so I don't know what that means. Maybe I think it maybe something to do with her mum. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, yeah but... she might blame Captain Marvel for her mum dying. You know, mm. being exposed to radiation or leaving them like mm. i think you said in the chat hopes like yeah because yeah, there is still quite a period of time uh that we we don't know about captain marvel um you know from 1990 whatever until she uh, at the end of infinity war or the beginning of endgame um there's all that time unaccounted for and they say oh she was off world but doing what you know monica obviously was eight years old or something when she first encountered Captain Marvel and mm. they got on well so yeah I feel like because obviously we know that she's going to be on um, in Captain Marvel too so that might be so now I'm, I'm wondering now if she was if she's upset because of something that's or maybe already happened so maybe I'm thinking maybe Captain Marvel 2 is going to be like another prequel-ish series that's what I was just thinking maybe or if it if it is, then it has to be before the blip. Uh, mm. It was blipped for five years. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Agree, agree. I don't know. <laughs> it's it's confusing. Um, there was also a reading of Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel that um, her, her and Maria were sort of both surrogate parents to Monica in a sort of you know kind of lesbian relationship or sort of type thing i think i was reading of it so she could love bigger i don't know they weren't i, I didn't get really, that but fair enough really, they weren't really together that yeah long, to be fair were they for that to develop i mean who mm. knows but um yeah I, I mean on the captain marvel point are you are you going to sort of be interested about what she got to off world or is it just wonder woman it wonder womaning it and sort of <laughs> filling in these gaps Apps, which maybe leads to more questions are you just gonna be like eh, fuck it with she was off world <laughs> yeah i don't know i'm a bit i'm a bit 50 50 on it i think we've already gotten her origin story i don't really want another another uh, another story where like you know that it's kind of like watching han solo the solo film like you know that everything's going to be all right in the end so um i don't know i don't know how i, feel, how I would feel if it was a one that was set in between 1995 and 2023 do you know what i mean i think i'm a power probably rather it be in present day um but yeah i don't know i don't have any strong feelings either way but sorry i i had a point that's not really on what you just were talking about if you finished what you're talking about mm-hmm. yeah go, go ahead um i don't know if it's been mentioned but did wasn't there a comment about wonder's babies being real yeah there was yeah i think um uh Fuck, what is it? But so, yeah, you're right though. I think she says that someone says that basically stuff that she manifests in that world is is real. It might be Monica, it might be Darcy, I don't know. It's but just think, manipulated, isn't it? Yeah. So I wonder whether it is her real babies or if she's just mind controlled different kids. I think it's her babies. I think she's yeah. I think she somehow managed to create life. Somehow. Mm. Super fast. Yeah. Um, but um sorry, if- 
if that you know if things in the hex are real and things that she manifests are real is this is this their backwards way of getting vision back in the mcu or do you expect him to die again at the end i think vision's gonna die i um, think he's back to life I'm, I, well you know, to me I, i'm more just hope he's he's dies <laughs> I just don't like his character. Although, this series has made me, <laughs> has made me like him more. Cause I think they've given him more to do and he's just, not just like a... Given him more of a personality. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So I've liked, I like, I do like him a bit more. Um, but yeah, if um, if he died, I would not care at all. Um, yeah, that's all I have to say on that. <laughs> um, so another thing in the episode is i just thought this was funny because obviously um they 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 being darcy monica and um jimmy recap endgame as if they watched it with all of us which i thought was flipping hilarious <laughs> like they just like and I, was, I was watching it thinking like how do they even know what happened like <laughs> this because this, at this point this is only like maybe two weeks ago like it's not long it's not long time hasn't passed since endgame between endgame and, the, and what we're we're at in the series now so I just find it funny that they're like saying, oh yeah, but uh, Captain Marvel could have beaten Thanos. Da, da, da. Oh no, Scarlet Witch could have beaten Thanos as well. I thought that was really, I thought it was really jokes. And I agree yeah. as well. I like the the self-awareness that this series is demonstrating because Marvel hasn't done that, that that much. I mean, I mean, I keep coming back to him, but the fact that Darcy's like, they recast Evan Peters, uh, sorry, Quicksilver, Pietro, whatever. Yes, you are acknowledging the questions we have. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Although that's the beauty of this series, isn't it? Their 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 little their little uh their little hut with all the information is basically all the questions we've got, and probably a few more that we haven't even noticed. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Um, it's almost I... like Paul's third third ball. No, four four. Full four. It's like they're breaking the full four and having our mind set in in the outer world. Mm. I think that's a good thing because the more convoluted the MCU gets with quantum, with multiverse, whatever, I think there are going to be people, even people who are quite um, in with the MCU, who are going to get confused and they're going to need to be told in layman's terms what's going on and yeah. i am one of those people so if they've got characters just regular people like jimmy Wu or darcy or whatever just asking these questions it makes us think we're not stupid for not getting it and i think that's important because they are getting more cosmic more you know detached from planet Earth. so it's important that they keep grounded in that um, but yeah, so can I just, uh, I found a Den of Geek article about the mystery of the errors and it's got some theories. Mystery of if what? If you would like me. The aerospace engineer. Right, okay. So one of them, like you guys said, is Reed Richards. Uh, uh, so... Monica in the in the episode says, "What I need is a ten thousand pound fallout shelter comprised of lead for photons, cadmium for neutrons, tantalum for seismic blasts on wheels." Uh, so she's looking for something that's heavily radiation shielded and stress tested, um, and you know that's the the Fantastic Four gain their powers 
by getting cosmic radiation. Um, so that, that's one theory. And I guess we can discuss at a later point about who we want in the MCU Fantastic Four. I know you've tweeted a few pictures of that, Chris, on our Instagram account before with regards to like John Krasinski and stuff. Sorry, did you did you ask me something? Um, who's also Fantastic Four character? Sorry, did you did you just no, ask something? No, he didn't. He, he didn't, mentioned didn't. John Krasinski as a possible. Am I cutting out or a little yeah, bit? It's fine because you're recording it, so as long as you can hear us, all right, it's fine. Okay. Okay. Uh, so one of them is Doctor Doom, still a Fantastic Four character. One could be Hank McCoy, he, he who's oh, based yeah. from X Men. He's a mm. you know scientific character. They blue Marvel, never that character. Uh, but yeah, just a couple of other suggestions in there. Um, to be honest, I don't really want to know if there is another cameo. I don't want to know when it is. I don't want to know who it is. I just want to be pleasant and I'll try you know try not disappointed if, if there isn't anyone else yeah same same um I had one last question if that's okay I also have one after so yeah cool yeah um do you think we're ever going to find out why there's no children in this Westview oh I think I've got the answer to that already oh go for it man I don't I think hope she, I don't think she can control children because she tries to make her babies. This is what I was going to ask. Mm. She tries to quieten down her babies with her magic. Doesn't work. Mm. So That's I'm true. Not, maybe if this is a world controlled by the devil, maybe children cannot be controlled by the, his powers if they're like under the age of under the age of eighteen or something, or not an adult. I'm just spitballing ideas, but that, that makes, makes me, a lot of sense. Then yeah, therefore there's no kids. Blah blah blah. Fair enough. Solid reading. Yeah, I think that's a yeah, really good point. Cool. Um, that was all I had, sir. Chris, what did you have, sir? No, that was it. I was going to say. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just want to say in general, I feel like I don't know if you guys agree, but I feel like every episode's gotten better. Um, as we've as we've yeah. gone along, I don't know if you guys agree or not. Hundred percent. Yeah. Um, and I'm so glad that. This series is only is it nine episodes or eight episodes? I thought nine. it was eight. I think it's nine. But there's okay, a really special tenth one coming out. Oh really? That's what I've heard. Okay. But, but like I said, major rumor, so it's not like. But yeah, I do. Yeah. Also, I do like that these these series are good. I think Fran will can win the soldier. Only going to be six. I don't know how many Loki's going to be, but I do feel like that these series are streamlined and that they are like. I'm assuming, I hope, I'm probably not jinx it, but I'm assuming we're not going to get any filler episodes, um, which you do see with a lot of um, series now, which are even like even ones that are like 13 episodes, or uh, obviously you get the long CW shows, which are 20-something episodes. Um, and I do enjoy that. I think you could watch, and I might do this actually, when the series finished, you could just watch back these episodes all back-to-back, and you would get just like a really good film, basically. Um, so yeah, I just think this series is... is I think I didn't. I've said like loads of times that I wasn't very optimistic about this series, but like it's com- completely proved me wrong. And it might just be because we've been starved of MCU content for however long, like a year and a bit, um, that I'm just like clinging onto anything I can get. 
but I am really enjoying where we are and where we're going, where we seem to be going. See, I don't think you're doing it because you're starved of MCU. Because, uh, like for me, I didn't really appreciate the first two episodes that much. Mm. Whereas the later episodes, I've really enjoyed. So it's like I think it has become a progressively good series, and I think a lot of people have liked it. Mm. I think it's also benefited from breathing new life into two characters that were basically just side characters. You know, that's the that's the beauty of these Disney Plus series is they take marginalized characters like Scarlet Witch, who in the comics is super powerful when everyone's always saying, you know, underrepresented in the films and you can make them more interesting, give them more backstory or side plot. And uh, yeah, it's, they've they've done a really good job because when it was first announced, I was like, "What's shit name? Is it Chuckle Vision? No, <laughs> but yeah, I think yeah, kudos and uh, I mean, again, we've managed to talk for an hour and fifteen minutes about a thirty-five minute episode. So yeah, shows shows that they're building something good. I appreciate that this episode was longer as well. I hope they keep being a bit longer. Oh, I can't pause it on the right moment. Shit. There's a scene. So when Monica... So I'm re-watching it, right? Mm. And there's a scene where Monica is... The, the scanner's going over her head and she's having like flashbacks mm-hmm. of the things that just happened to her. And I'm sure there's a scene in there of WandaVision like basically in tears. And I'm like, I don't recall seeing... Wonder or, vi- Wonder or Vision? Because you said WandaVision. Oh, sorry. Wonder. Uh, <laughs> okay. Okay scene of wonder like breaking down in tears but i can't pause it on the right moment oh it's gone again motherfucker sorry excuse my language i can't i just can't pause it on it it just looks like wonders in absolute anguish mm. and i don't recall us seeing it in the series like as, as a scene that monica would have seen so I'm she's taken some of her um because obviously she mentions it doesn't she that she feels her pain so i'm wondering if she can see some of her memory as well mm. Can I pause it on the right moment? I need to be 8.25. 8.26? Oh, there. Right. Oh, I think... Oh, this might be her... Wait, let me take... Oh, sorry. Uh, I can take a picture. Sorry, lads. What the flips our chat? This is great audio content. I know, mate, I know. Let's just be in dance in the meantime. <laughs> No, but I just wondered when the scene was. There you go, I sent it. Oh. Real, this is real time. So, uh, yeah, she's looking. Either she's having a really big poo, or she's got okay. some bad news. Yeah, no, we haven't seen that. To be fair. And that's that's when Monica's getting scanned. So I'm like, mm. that's interesting. This is it. It looks like the clothes she was wearing at the funeral. Oh no, it doesn't. It looks. Good yeah, it looks like she's wearing like just some random clothes to me. Yeah. Like a hoodie or something. So I'm wondering if that's when she went into uh, sword and stole vision. I don't know. I think when she went into sword, she was still wearing her. Um, Funeral. Her yeah. yeah. So I think this might be after. I feel like this might be after. Yeah, I'm, I'm wondering when when that was. Yeah, that's interesting. That's a good spot to be fair. Mm. Very good. Yeah. Beauty of rewatching it, I guess. Podcast, I guess. Mm. Yeah. I think I will rewatch at least some of these episodes before the final episode. 
Yeah. Yeah, I probably will too. It, it'll be interesting to see when you rewatch it. Like, obviously, we'll get up to episode eight or nine, however, uh, episode seven or eight, which will be the penultimate. And you'll be like, oh, loads of stuff's happened. Can we pick up anything? And if you rewatching it, if you buy, by you rewatching it, you pick up stuff you didn't notice to, to begin with. Mm. Yeah, that would be quite interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So your next next episode will be 90s, isn't it? 90s sitcoms. Yeah. It, Do you think it, they'll go uh, into like? Sorry, quickly. I just want to. This thing is quite, it might be quite potentially be quite funny. Do you think they'll go into like an office start like the office style? Sitcom, I think, that, or like a Modern Family kind of. Uh, that's not that's naughties, isn't it? So, okay. so that would have to be an episode after next. The yeah. only '90s sitcom I can think of, well, actually, you've got like maybe Cheers, but Friends. Friends, yeah. So maybe you could have like Tony and uh, Cap coming in, and it, they're in the fountain splashing about, and it's like, mm. oh, that'd be, oh, that'd be really funny. I, I hope they do something like that. I think that'd be so funny. Uh, yeah, I was yeah. thinking about um, I was thinking about revamping Friends for a British audience and just calling it Mates. That's a terrible idea. Do we have any? Do we have any? Before we, um, I assume we're coming to like a natural close. Um, does anybody have any theories about what they think is going to happen or how the series is even going to end? Because I don't, I don't have no idea what's going to happen, and I love, it. I love the fact that I don't. I feel. No. Like I said, she's made some deal with someone or something along those lines. And I feel like at the end of it, she's going to be battling it out and she's going to lose like some some kind of control. Okay. And I think she either manages to hold, withhold it with Vision's help or Doctor Strange comes in and just oof, everything back to normal. Do we think that she's going to be... Do we think that she's going to be the villain in any sort of element or is it just going to be her being victimised or whatever? Do you think that there's a part of her that actually is the bad guy in this series and might end the series as the bad guy? Or I do you think... part, partly, partly a bad guy, but I think there will be some scapegoat of her being somewhat mind-controlled or influenced, mm. but going to hold some remorse over having these people under her spell or she's going to see them the aftermath and be like, did I do this to all these people? Oh my god! Yeah, I, don't know. Uh, I agree. I thought also much again, just because I want so much of this to be a surprise. Might not sound like it from how in depth we go in these conversations, but I am just really enjoying it. And you, did you put it in the chat or did you tweet it, Obi? You said like this. The series makes me so happy. Yeah, no, yeah, I said it in the chat. Yeah, like I was watching it with a massive smile on my face. <laughs> yeah, I was just so gassed, and I'm so glad I managed to convince Chris to like, you know, mid morning break to watch it. But <laughs> literally, it got got to five o'clock. I was like, right, he's got thirty five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> because I like to watch it in in perfect settings. <laughs> that's, that, that's how I feel about the show. I need like. I don't need to have. I don't want work living over me. I want to have like a meal by my side. Like I need to be in the, naked. Exactly. I need to be in the most comfortable of positions to then enjoy the episode to its fullest. Did it man. Well, yeah. When the kids weren't identical. Say that again. Did it annoy anyone that the kids weren't identical? No. Okay. No. No. 
Mary Kate and Ashley uh, being twins and being full of house, but you know. Mm. <laughs> they could have got Mary Kate back and de aged them to five. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yes, yeah, so. Um... I guess that that concludes our chat on uh, One Division. Um, obviously, we will be talking about episode six next week. Uh, we about Malcolm and Marie, which is an Oscar contender potentially. Um, so yeah, uh, if you, people are talking about, it, we'll discuss that next week. Um, but yeah, so if you if you've got any thoughts on uh, what we've discussed. Over the last five episodes with regards to One Division, tweet us at YC Podcast Seventeen. We're on wherever you get your podcasts from: Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, under Your Average Critics, and we're also on YouTube and Instagram. Um, so yeah, check us out next week. Keep it sexy. <laughs>